You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. You know, I think the most distressing thing about HBO's documentary, Class Action Park, is not that all these people were injured. I think six people actually died over the space of this theme park being open in New Jersey. What's most distressing about this is that I was like 20-something and living kind of near there at the time, and I never heard of this fucking place. (laughs) What the shit? You missed out, man. You missed out. I would have killed to have gone to Action Park when oh I was like God. 18, 19, 20, and I could have gone. Nobody <laughs> told me. We didn't have the web then. We, we didn't know. <sighs> I would have had bruises and scrapes and all that shit and been hanging out with my friends like, yeah, check it out, man. Let <laughs> me no just spray kidding. this uh, iodine mixture on here. It's going to burn. It's going to burn. Just <laughs> Ask me, which, which ride has the most broken teeth? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, no. oh boy. that That's uh, definitely something we will talk about here. This is actually the HBO documentary Class Action Park, which was a... I don't know if the affectionate nickname is the right term, but a nickname given to this New Jersey water slide park that had opened in 78, got mm-hmm. enormously popular through the 80s and lasted unbelievably till 1996 and slowly expanded and had more stuff in like an alpine downhill concrete slide. It's one of those like me just telling you about it doesn't really do justice to how fucked up this place really was and how fucked up the guy who owned it was. yes yes <laughs> yeah but before we go too further i want to introduce everybody first we got tc hey happy to be here everybody murder park yeah <laughs> <laughs> elliot hello hello and trevor how do you do so i'm not alone in that like if you would have had a chance, you would have gone uh, even knowing everything you know now. E- e- I think yeah, so, definitely. dude. I can, I, I can recant some stupid teenage shit that I did in my hometown. Like, if we had access to this, we would have gone there. <laughs> I don't know that I would have gone myself. I would have absolutely, however, been peer pressured into going. There you go. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's more true. I mean, the fact that they, like, didn't care about underage drinking, they didn't care about people smoking weed. I mean, that place was made for, like, late teens, Chris. I'm telling oh my you. God. I, I can't believe it. I No one told me. I mean, I went, I drove by it at least four or five times and didn't know. You know, I mean, I went and drove up to, like, wow. New York City quite a few times. There's no way. I mean, I could have just gone, oh, take this exit, Action Park, <laughs> you know? Come on down to Action Park. <laughs> But here's the weird thing is when you hear all the things in this documentary about the guy who owned this thing, uh, whose name I'm having trouble. Oh, Gene Mulville Hill. Mulville, yeah. 
what a piece of work this guy was. I mean, he's so crazy. Donald Trump was came in to possibly invest and went, no, dude, you're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should tell you a lot. Yeah, exactly. Too irresponsible even for Donald Trump. I mean, he wanted a place that had no rules. He had teenagers just running the whole damn thing. And the things you thought would go wrong did, in fact, go wrong, but somehow it kept going because he used that deny, 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 never give in, never settle. And there was a point about halfway through this documentary, I realized, we're not talking about Class Action Park, are we? No, no. <laughs> Honestly, I think that is a detriment to this documentary. Um, the, pr- premise-wise alone, content-wise alone. The people involved alone, the, alone, 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 can't have three things alone. All of this is so fascinating and so interesting. But if, narratively speaking, I don't feel like this documentary did. Like if you look at the Firefest documentary and the Tiger King, those are great examples of maniacs and, and shit going sideways to the nth degree. And the structure of those documentaries are very compelling. And I think if they had honed in on this monster of a human being and made him seem as cool as everyone thought he was and slowly deconstructed him at like that halfway point, Chris, that you just mentioned, it it could have been much more compelling of a documentary as opposed to just compelling content. I agree. I think I think the subject matter here was definitely in my lane. This is something that I thought was interesting, uh, defunct, terrifying, you know, abandoned amusement parks or like you know like how many check marks do i need and <laughs> all of that shit is interesting but there is no real through line to this documentary there doesn't yeah. seem to be like a cohesive plot or structure it's just it's a lot of moments that make you go oh my god clutch your pearls and i was engaged the entire time i was watching the documentary but by the time it gets to the end i'm like that was it I was promised class action, and I feel like I've been lied to. (laughs) Oh, how meta. (laughs) The only thing that could have made it more in my lane is if they were like, and it's haunted. (laughs) (laughs) And here's Gene's ghost. (laughs) Well, the documentary starts out almost like a tour of the park. You know, they're kind of hopping around to different rides, and it starts with this one ride that's just a... Long slide with a loop that just looks incredibly dangerous, and that's the teeth one. Yeah, that's yeah. the teeth one, which is actually that's that's the story that I've been using to sell people on this documentary. And then at some point, yeah, we kind of stop at like the hall of Gene's wild, crazy shit, and it just becomes kind of his story. And yeah, it, you know, at that point, kind of loses the plot a little bit. But yeah, I mean, again, I was I was never not engaged, but uh, at the end, it did I did it it felt a little deflated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the subject matter is so good. I honestly think there's probably someone out there who who has seen this. I mean, I have as well, but someone out there who's thinking Michael Keaton could star in this. We could make this movie. <laughs> yes. This could well, be. They, they did. <laughs> they made it with what's his face from Jackass, and nobody went to see it because it was terrible. Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, there's a there's a movie about like a like oh. a fictionalized film about well, this. Well, see, that explains why they showed that clip from Jimmy Kimmel at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
I, I'm watching this going, knowing that exists and haven't oh. seen it, but heard it was terrible and okay. going, well, that's a shame because <laughs> if you had gotten actual decent people together to write and do this, and maybe if they'd assembled it after this documentary, mm-hmm. you would have come up with a movie, but now it's like, oh, well, okay, I guess they did it. Sounds more like a Will Ferrell comedy to me. Oh, God, a dark comedy. Yeah. <laughs> It's because it is interesting. You guys, like we've all said it, like the content's great here to go. This is the most dangerous ride. This is how dangerous this ride was. Okay. Over here now. This is the most dangerous ride. (laughs) This is how dangerous this ride is. Like every piece of, of content that's given to us is like, oh my God, (laughs) tell me more. Well, they brought in Chris Gethart, who's a comedian, and I've seen him do other things, but he's a dark comedian. Like, he has talked about his own suicide attempts in his, mm-hmm. in his comedy, which is, okay, this is the guy that we got here. Was that the redheaded guy with glasses? Yes, exactly. And he's the guy uh, who they probably get the, who was an attendee of the park, who they get the most out of here. Because most people they talk to who went are like, yeah, I went and I got kind of bruised, but it was fun. Or I went and it was horrifying and I got kind of bruised and I don't know why people went. <laughs> and nobody really has any good stories to tell, which is the weirdest part. Like when I'm sitting around with my friends remembering a time when we did crazy shit, yeah, I mean, the statute of limitations is passed on class action park. You're like, yeah. tell the story, dude. What's the dirt? What's the dirt? You're 100% right. Because hearing the something that I really like, the angle that, that they, they sort of explored with some of the people they interviewed, is that children ran this place. Teenagers ran this place. I, I recently went back to the movie theater I uh, used to work at when I was in end of high school into college. And I was an assistant manager at this building with all my best friends. We were 22 running a building that made tens of thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars on the weekend. We had no right. 21, 22 year olds should not be responsible for what we were responsible for. And now take like 18 years, 17 year olds and putting them in charge of this park and these rides. And just the fact that they took the go-karts on the highway, right? That's (laughs) amazing. That is, that's amazing right there. Yeah. They're going, we just took the limiters off. Those suckers are going 60, (laughs) 65 miles an hour. Like what? Yeah. Like that, that, that element of the story is so insane. We're, we're again, if this had a more cohesive narrative of like, how cool is this? How cool was this? Uh, How dangerous was this? And slowly like, rope you in like gene did like the commercials did like the park did of like this is the coolest because there's no rules and now here are the consequences of no rules and it didn't seem like it had a a solid strategy other than and it was this ride and then there was this ride and then there was this ride with little interstitials and someone must have i felt like someone at some point watched this and went you're making people just want to go to action park and people (laughs) are going to lose their fucking mind and like oh can we find the family of somebody who died in this thing, please? Yeah. And so yeah. they they have a sizable section where you're talking to, okay, so the this is the lady who's still like, fuck this guy and fuck Action Park and mm-hmm, fuck you mm-hmm. if you're watching this and you like it. And it doesn't really get the point across. It doesn't balance with everything else that's there because the movie immediately turns around and goes, yeah, but wasn't it awesome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to do it. Maybe people died and got hurt, but fuck you. <laughs> well, and they, do, they have like a, a small little cavalcade of people that, you know, if you've watched a lot of TV, if you've lost, watched a lot of movies, there are people whose careers you've probably like – uh, one actress, I uh, can't remember her name. Oh, uh, Alison Becker mm-hmm. was, she was 
a small but pivotal role on several episodes of Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. And she was a reporter in that. And so you get this kind of weird, like, oh, it's Sean and Malway Tweep talking about being peer pressured into going on rides at the at Action Park. And she is almost the voice of reason for a while. It's her and Chris. They really lean on Chris Gethard's. Like, it's it's almost his show where he's talking mm-hmm. about, can you yeah. believe this? They got away with this. Don't just do this. Close the fucking pool, you know? And yeah, yeah, but then yeah. you get to the, like you said, there is an almost immediate pivot with each and every one of those people that said, "Yeah, but we were young and stupid, and I'm fine, so we had fun." Yeah, and there was this whole like, okay, so it seems almost irresponsible. <laughs> I guess I want to say. <laughs> I mean, and I'm undecided of what they should have done. Yeah, honestly, because I prefer the irresponsible version in terms of a viewer. It's more entertaining, but I also get like. Well, aren't we trying to, we're trying to say something here, right? Right. And, and then they do this whole thing that really, I, the one part I'm like, okay, y'all probably, this is going a step too far where they're like, you know, it seemed like back in the eighties, there was just more freedom. I'm surprised they didn't start playing like America the Beautiful or something where it was just like, it got really like, you know, it was just, we went out on our bikes and our parents didn't know where we were till like eight, nine at night. And that was fine. And those were good times. And They're I'm like, showing clips of Goonies and E.T. Yeah. and uh, Stand By Me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Chased by escaped prisoners shooting at children. Uh, nearly <laughs> run over by a train trying to find a dead body. Uh, these aren't, you're, you're proving Mob your point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, what are you, because I'm confused, because on one level, this documentary feels like it's condemning, this is how America got this way. This mm-hmm. is how we got right. to where we could elect President Trump and how all the, how we got to where we don't care about our own safety. We just want what we want immediately. Yeah. And on the other hand, it's going, yeah, but wasn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't wear a mask to Sturgis, but damn, we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> This documentary does have some really interesting, cool stuff to it. So I'm not completely saying this is no good, but it really does come down to that, to picking your narrative, cohesively structuring around. Do we want to, calling it Class Action Park, I did, like you said, Chris, you're like, oh, we're not talking about this, are we? Like, I thought they'd really lean more into who this man was. And why he's not, a, he's the villain of this story. Like looking at Tiger King, looking at the Fire Festival. Fire Festival in particular is a documentary. It lets, it paints the villain very clearly, and you watch the world unfold around him. Tiger King offers up a very enigmatic character, and then the world around him, and you have to pick who the villain is. Those are well structured documentaries. They're them. also miniseries, though, and not a single movie. Certainly. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, the Fire Festival. Doc, was that? I think that was. Oh, I thought that was that just the, a single one. That yeah, was that was. One. Well, it was two of them. There was the the licensed one, and then the one that was made with the participation of the fire festival people. So. Right, right. Which obviously is not as good. But then, all that said, you're right, Chris. Like, as as a teenager, I did dumb stuff. I would want to have gone. It was the it was the Disneyland of the East Coast, and it was as East Coast as a Disneyland of the East Coast would be. Like, hey, uh, d- d- whatever, just shut up and go down the slide, kid. Push. Right? Forget about <laughs> it. Ah, it burns and I'm bloody. Let's go again. See that guy? He's got gravel burn all over his face. He's gonna remember that one when he turns 16. I'll tell you what, take somebody take some of these uh, hot dog buns that are really rock hot here. You you steam them for a little bit. Yeah, uh, you, yeah. you got you got moist hot dog buns. Yeah, let, forget about it. 
See, yeah, now you're talking. That's just business savvy. It. Let's go to final thoughts. Elliot, why don't you get us started? TC, you said that, that, that Class Action Park is maybe not the right title. I think the right title might have been Ignoring Regulations Park. That's sort of more <laughs> in line with the theme. Danger um, Park. Danger Park, yeah. <laughs> uh, just complete... Uh, yeah, that kind of 80s sort of shoot first, ask questions later mentality going on. There's a lot of sort of rough structuring to this documentary uh i actually i watched it two nights in a row because i I was quite entertained by it and uh, the second night my sister expressed interest in seeing it so we watched it again i listened actually i think i first heard about this because chris i think you talked about this on some podcast a while ago and then i heard an episode of the dollop that that was done on this that um Contains about the same amount of information minus the, um, you know, fun and funny insights from some of the people in here. So uh, I did really like this. Um, I don't know if it's necessary to see the whole thing. Maybe maybe just like a good compilation of clips on YouTube and then watch or listen to that episode of The Dollop. Yeah. Some of the stories are fun, the the footage, seeing people, seeing some of these rides and kind of hearing how they're constructed. Because uh, another thing that we didn't mention is that uh, Gene designed all of the rides himself. Just said, fuck the engineers. <laughs> and they no, just kind no of, professional engineers. Yeah, just yeah. trial and error, sending 18-year-olds. They're like, you know those guys who went to Disney and Disney was like, you're insane. Get out of the park. <laughs> you're banned from even coming to goddamn anywhere near here. And they went. Well, we should call this Gene guy. He's like, yeah, come on in. <laughs> you know what? It's a small world. Imagine doing that at sixty miles an hour. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> With knives flying. Yeah. At you. <laughs> right. So yeah. With all that said, uh, I, I liked it. I really did enjoy it. I'm going to give it an eight. Eight. Lost embedded teeth out of ten. <laughs> I knew someone was going to take that and I expected it was going to go first. That's the one moment in this whole thing I went, oh God! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are people getting scratched in this tube? I admit of all the rides there, that is the only one I would have gone, yeah, I'll, I'll pass. No yeah, thanks. No. Don't need to get fat, chewed fat, up by a slide. Fat guys can't do no tube slides like that. No, thank you. <laughs> no. Trevor, what about you? For me, this was more of a whiff than a hit. Uh, that being said, I can't say it was a bad documentary. Like like I said, the entire time I was engaged with it. Uh, the same night that I finished this, I turned around and watched... Uh, there's a YouTube series called Defunct Land that has an episode on Action Park. And it was literally almost the same exact information, if not a little more in-depth. Um, and it was in a 15 minute video. Granted, you're not getting the testimonials. You're not getting Chris Gethard. You're not getting, uh, Shauna Mulway tweet from Parks and Rec, but you are getting the same information and it didn't feel quite as much like I was robbed of a good ending when I only invested 15 minutes into the video, but I really was expecting this to involve more of a comeuppance or more of an attempt to uh indict this guy and that moment just never came and really the conclusion of the park is a a whimper more than a bang i mean you have to do you have to stick with history it's history and the story's already written you got to hang with it but 
for me, it's just it was not constructed into a cohesive whole documentary for me. I'm going to go uh, five moist $100 bills out of 10 used to bribe young teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> DC? I'm echoing a lot of what's being said here. What what I found most fascinating about this was that it did make me think of of the tomfoolery that I got in with my friends when we were young. We used to jump my friend's car through an intersection because it came at just the right incline when you hit the stop sign. We used, uh, jumping off the roofs of the schools that we went to. Uh, Check. You know, Check. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like breaking onto golf courses and and. and you know, fooling around like obviously not something that uh, is at the level of a, of a theme park, but it did take me back to, to those sort of instances. And I feel like this documentary as a whole has, like I said earlier, it's got such great content. There's a lot of interesting stuff to be said here, but does, doesn't quite coalesce into a, a really compelling, you've got to see this, uh, uh, film. Um, so, uh, uh, in general, I, I, I did enjoy watching it. It did hold my attention the whole time, but just didn't have a follow through. So I, I'm going to give this uh, uh, five um, head wounds um, out of 10 for uh, anyone going down a concrete slide on a piece of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I, too, am obsessed with like abandoned theme parks and theme park ideas that don't happen anymore because they're too dangerous. All that stuff. I watched Defunct Land, which is great. All the time, I'm like, whenever I travel anywhere, one of the first things on my list is what active theme parks are there and what not active theme parks are <laughs> there. And, and you know, stuff like that, like weird attractions. I mean, you got to know that when I was in Japan, it was a cl okay, so we could hang out in Tokyo and do everything there, or we could go to Mount Fuji where they have a suicide forest. I'm like, <laughs> mm, this is hard. I'm a weird, morbid guy. Action Park is the sort of thing that has all those check marks like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I want to know more about. Unfortunately, the Wikipedia page has more thorough information about Action Park than this documentary does. It mm -hmm. really does. And you get like those two celebrities who neither one of which is listed as like actress or comedian. It's just their name. Yes. And I was like, is this a mockumentary? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know those people are actors. It's a little odd way to present it. If you don't know anything about Action Park, if you're new to this whole thing, then yes, by all means, you should watch this. It's interesting. There's footage in here, plenty of footage in here I've never seen before. I love old 80s commercials for stuff yeah. <laughs> as well, and that, that stuff is really fun. It's an entertaining watch. I, I genuinely think it is, but it, I kept being remembered. I kept being reminded of how much better this should have been than it actually ended up being. It, it, it's okay. Uh, I'm going to give this six and a half out of 10 dismembered test dummies. <laughs> like all of ours were kind of around that cannonball loop. Then, yeah. Like all yeah, ours exactly. Like, you're fucking crazy for building that. And you're crazy if you agreed to go into it. <laughs> hundred bucks though. They made the jump so high on that one slide that people were catching too much air and starting yeah. to break limbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A great, great narration by John Hodgman, by the way. I, yeah. Almost, yeah, almost underutilized. Almost. He was almost not John Hodgman-y enough for the content, but can you have enough John Hodgman? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, probably. probably, probably. 
<laughs> Maybe. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't. <laughs> it's, it's a problem I look forward to.